0: Hello, my friends, this is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, today's pressure is tomorrow's power. Sit back and relax and let's get started. So like the, my, one of my number one kryptonites, like the thing that sucks my power mm-hmm. is administrative work. Oh my Lord. It is, it is just like, it is kryptonite. Yeah, and if you've ever seen that scene from like the 1980, um, I think it was 1980, like the 1980 Superman, the original one with Christopher Reeve, where Lex Luthor, there's a point there where Superman comes in and he's looking for the detonator to stop the nuclear missiles And Lex Luthor says, hey, don't look in that box over there. And it's a lead box, and obviously Superman can't see through lead. So he looks at the box, can't see through it, and he's like, you're an idiot. Why would you hide it in a lead box? That's right where I'll go. And he goes and yanks the cover off of the safe, the lead safe, and inside is kryptonite. Lex Luthor takes it out, puts it on him, laughs, Superman falls in the water, and ultimately is rescued from uh, from certain death but the point is that the strongest man in the world was also all of a sudden crippled by this by this one thing this piece of kryptonite. and I'm sure you if you're like me, there's some things in your life there's something some type of kryptonite one of my kryptonites is administrative tasks. one of those administrative tasks that I have right now is multiple contracts that I need to get out. Like, it's a great thing. It's an awesome thing that I actually have people that want contracts right now. They want multi, like multiple clients, want pro- co- contracts. Let's get it going. And yet, the contract process is not entirely straightforward. It requires some administrative work, some cutting and pasting, and some other, any number of other things. And it just, because of the amount of it, it feels like uh, kryptonite to me. And so I started to investigate this as I do these things, these triggers, these things that are holding me back. And the thing that I uncovered was that the, the, the weight of the anxiety about doing the thing is worse than the thing, right? I think we all know that, but it certainly just comes back every time. But here's the way I the way, here's the way I reoriented this story, and perhaps it could have some meaning for you: is that that weight and that pressure that I'm feeling is, instead of being a burden, instead of being something I'm carrying, is actually the pressure that is preparing me for the next thing that's ahead. I think if you look back on your life and you look back on some of the trying times or some of the difficult times that you've been through that you would look back on that today and there's a good chance that if you look back on it, you might say that it was preparing you for the next thing. Like I look back on this time of year in 1996. This time of year in 1996, my mother was going through the final days of her battle with cancer. I could never have, I didn't, at the time, I did not have any kind of real understanding of what was, what that was setting up for me. What it was setting up in the immediate term was a tremendous amount of pain and darkness. Because I was in a place where I had a story that said, if we do all these things, my mom is going to survive this. If we pray all these prayers, if we do this, if we say all of these things and ask God and all these things, of course she's going to survive this. We were trying all kinds of clinical trial, experimental treatments, and all kinds of things. This is, again, before the before the Internet really, like... <laughs> Was a, was not anything anything like it what it is today. You could you you had to really work to find information, and we were trying all kinds of things. In what I never considered to be a last ditch effort, but that's what they were. That somehow one of these treatments would trigger and all of a sudden miraculously save her. And what I realized is we were putting all of our faith in these treatments and in the the idea that if we just do these things then if we just say these certain prayers that she will make it but she didn't we'll talk more about that in the coming days but what i look back on now and as i'm you know thinking about this challenge of just these contracts being something that's this little pressure this right this weight is preparing me for something tomorrow I look back on the things that prepared me for who I am today. And one of those things, one of those things was my seeing my mother go through her war, her battle with cancer. And then my subsequent darkness that followed that, the darkness that followed as a result of the fact that I had this idea that faith was based on something that was earned. Faith was based on a checklist of things that I did rather than something I was given. And in that place, when it didn't come through, when the promise that I had set up in my mind that must happen didn't happen, I basically said, fuck you, God and for 10 years drifted in spiritual darkness and lived in a pressure that i could never imagine was preparing me for later because the thing that i realize now the thing that i see is i understand what it is for someone to be in a place where they have no faith or they have a faith that they believe to be faith and yet That is a faith built on a house of cards of checklists and things that have to be earned. I know what it's like to be in that place. I've been there. Perhaps that's where you are now. And I could have never imagined that that pressure was preparing me to be ready to see the difference and have the choice Of understanding that there was something different. And that was just the beginning. I could have never imagined that. Fast forward another 10 years almost, and there'd be a podcast, and I'd be approaching 300 episodes on it. And of all the things that I'm working on right now, I feel that pressure, I feel that weight. I feel the weight of these silly little contracts. I feel the weight of all of the other things that are in process. The book, the other things I'm creating. And the way I've reframed this is that I shall be thankful for that weight. I will be thankful for all of it because I know, and I have to remind myself, that it is simply preparing me for the next thing. So I appreciate the weight. I love the weight. I love it. God doesn't give us any more weight than we can handle at any given time. Meaning, weight that we can handle without him. That's the that's the inflection point. That's the distinction. Is that it's weight that without him we can't handle, but weight with him we absolutely can. And it's all Preparing. So where right now in your life do you feel this weight? And do you see it as just stress? Where right now do you see it as just something that you can't you can't hold anymore? And that you want to just let go? Perhaps instead of letting go, there's a conversation there about asking for help. And not asking for anybody on this planet, asking for help from anybody on this planet, but asking for help from a higher source help you shoulder it there is no weight that is too heavy for him and perhaps it's just a matter of asking and being thankful for what's coming next that's what i got for you today my friends this is brian Hugh davis signing off from the sales warrior podcast a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body your marriage your children or your soul thank you so much for listening more to come